Welcome to Beyond the Boardroom with me, Kieran Paul. Today, we meet Christina Brassani of investment banking group, William Blair. Christina is a partner, managing director, and the head of corporate advisory at the group. Our discussion today will cover how publicly traded companies can prepare themselves when faced with activist investor action and how to establish appropriate, proactive protocols. So welcome to the show, Christina. Thank you. Great to be here. So as always here on Beyond the Boardroom, I've got some quick fire questions uh, just so we can get to know you. So Christina, cats or dogs? Dogs. I have two. Oh, lovely. What are their names? Truman and Bertie. And what kind of dogs are they? Truman is an 80-pound Labradoodle and Birdie is a 50-pound Bernadoodle. My husband is uh, allergic to dogs, so we have to have non-shedders in the house. Well, if we hear a bark in the background, we know why. Um, okay, bagels or muffins? I don't have a sweet tooth, so bagels. And what book are you reading right now? I just got back from vacation and I just finished um, Song of Achilles, which was uh, Madeline Miller. Uh, she wrote Circe as well. It's kind of set in old like Greek times and it's fiction, but it, they're, they're great. And Christina, do you prefer fiction or nonfiction? In my rare spare time, I prefer fiction because I do a lot of nonfiction reading for work. And we'd like to know the last film you watched. Uh, um, the new Top Gun movie with my husband and kids. And, and finally, what is your favourite sitcom of all time? Oh, of all time? Oh, God, I think I'm going to go really old school. I still have a soft spot for Three's Company. I watched that as a kid growing up. Excellent. OK, now for the more formal questions. Um, so what current projects or initiatives are you currently focused on at William Blair? We built the corporate advisory team in 2019, and it's a team focused solely on advising our public company clients. Uh, so we work in conjunction with our, our sector partners to build relationships with and give advice to and execute deals for our public company clients. Um, and, you know, it's, it runs the gamut from sell side M&A, buy side M&A, you know, board and special committee advisory, divestitures, carve outs, split offs, spin offs, um, takeover and activist defense, fairness opinions, strategic alternatives analysis, capital structure optimization, and equity and debt capital raising. So um, what we do runs the gamut of, of all things that a public company might face over their life cycle from, you know, initial public offering really to ultimate, you know, sale of the company or, or not, perhaps. So as, as you've listed a lot of things there, what does your typical day to day look like? Well, what we're really focused on at William Blair is building long-term relationships with our clients and giving them advice, you know, as they face 
um, the things that that come up um, in the boardroom and and in the day to day life of management teams. So I spend a lot of time on the phone with our clients. Um, you know, talking through ideas, talking through things that are on their minds. And I'd say when I'm not talking to clients and and getting deals done for them or or helping them think through what they maybe should be doing, I'm on the phone with my team. Um, as I mentioned, we, you know, started building the team in 2019. Uh, we went from five people to over 30 people now, and we're a young, hungry team. And I spend a lot of time, you know, working with my team members to help them be successful. Um, so, you know, whether it's working with a young managing director to build out a new coverage universe or, you know, talking on the phone with, you know, a new partner who just joined from our research team into investment banking and talking about how to parlay, you know, his expertise into building relationships with clients and giving them advice. Um, it's a lot of, you know, idea generation, a lot of back and forth and helping each other to come up with the best advice for our clients. Um, I think if you ask my any of my kids what I do all day, they would say, you know, mom talks on the phone all day. And that's exactly what we're doing right now. <laughs> exactly. So I've seen about the five themes you have. Uh, tell us a little more about them, each one, for public company board agendas, specifically why they're a focus this year and why you chose to explore this topic. Uh, yeah, so this actually was our first white paper as a team. And the reason we put it together is, you know, frequently together, we, we saw the same themes coming up again and again with our clients. And we thought, you know, wouldn't it be helpful if we put a comprehensive thought piece together just to help our clients be aware of the trends that we're seeing in the markets? Um, you know, oftentimes it's easy for our clients to be very laser focused on their day to day, which they 100% should be. Um, but it's helpful to you know, point out to them, hey, look, this is going on in the market. So if you get, you know, for example, you know, a, an unexpected call from a private equity sponsor, well, you know, it's going on a lot. You're not the only one that this is happening to. And here are the things that you need to be doing to be prepared for that. Um, so we really put it together for our clients to, you know, help them be aware of what's going on in the broader market and what we're seeing across all of the industries that we cover as a firm. Why then do you feel this research on public company board agendas is so important in the current market environment? And then how are you seeing the trends you identified play out in real time? Yeah, well, I, I think it's really important in particular right now, just because there's a lot of public market dislocation. Um, you know, valuations have been all over the place this year. Uh, many of our clients are seeing their valuations decline. And I think, you know, they're 
worried about what that means for how to create value for their shareholders. And they're worried, you know, if someone comes in and puts in a proposal to acquire the company at, at current valuations, um, that it doesn't reflect the long-term value of their company. And so, again, um, you know, looking at, at other situations to help glean, um, you know, glean things to help them consider what their real-time situation is, is, is helpful. Um, no one M&A situation is, is alike, but, um, you know, you can pick and choose things that you learn from each situation and apply it to what's going on at any particular client. And, and it's just helpful to know what's going on given, you know, all the current market dislocation. Hello. I'm Corson Block of Muddy Waters Capital, and you're listening to Beyond the Boardroom from Insightia. How do you then anticipate public company board agendas and priorities evolving next year in 2023? And on top of that, how has inflation and discussions of a forthcoming recession impacted these priorities? And then how are you advising companies through that? Yeah, it's it's interesting you bring that up. We're actually in the process of updating our white paper just to account for the evolution of the market. I think you know we anticipate seeing some of the same. So, for example, we anticipate continuing to see an uptick in take private activity. Um, you know, we've got private equity firms who have dedicated teams to looking at take private opportunities given the dislocation in the public markets. Um, We expect to continue to see companies evaluating their portfolios, you know, to determine whether or not they should pursue divestitures or carve-outs of of non-core businesses. Um, We do expect to continue to see activism to be on the rise kind of after a hiatus in COVID. You've got companies now with, you know, 10 quarters of, of results, and it's a lot harder to hide in, in the COVID mask um, than it was several quarters ago. And so we anticipate that to continue as well. I think you're absolutely right to point out that, you know, inflation and, and recession concerns are real ones. Um, and our clients are continuing to monitor their businesses, see what the impacts are, and really kind of adjust their strategies real time. And we're working with them to do that. And we'd love to know what the corporate advisory team is focused on for the rest of the year. Is there anything you can preview for our listeners? Yeah, I mean, look, we're continuing to just really help our clients navigate uncertain times. Um, You know, what we're seeing and having conversations with a lot of our clients are, you know, where they're receiving offers that they didn't expect to receive at current valuations. And they're being put in a position of having to weigh, you know, do I take the offer that's on the table right now? Or, you know, do I take the execution risk of being able to hit my plan for the next, you know, one, two, three, four, five years, given um, all the, you know, recession and inflationary concerns. And so we're really helping them to navigate that question. I think there's a bit of a 
valuation stalemate out there right now between buyers and sellers where, you know, sellers um, still have value expectations anchored where they were trading months ago um, and they're not trading there any longer. They're, they've come down in valuation, but we've got buyers who, you know, run the recession cases and look at the current valuations and want to put a standard market premium on current valuations and, and, you know, whether or not deals get done depends on if there's a meeting of the minds. And right now there's a bit of a stalemate. And I, I think, you know, what we really try to do is help our clients not only get the, if they decide to sell, get the best value that they possibly can for their shareholders, but just really determine, you know, is now right the right time given all of the uh, execution risk that's on the table. And, and now for my favorite question, Christina. So what is your proudest moment so far? One of my proudest moments was when I was promoted to managing director at my prior firm. This was before I joined William Blair. And I was the first female managing director in the mergers and acquisitions group. Uh, and, you know, that was great in and of itself. But I think one of the things that I'm most proud about that whole process is that Myself and several other women who were directors at the time banded together and said, look, we want to get promoted to managing director. Doesn't feel like anyone is really helping us all that much. How are we going to you know, take control of the situation and really try to make sure that we band together and, and help each other to get promoted? And so we brainstormed a bit and we came up with a plan where we wanted to hire an outside coach and we wanted to create opportunities to talk to senior leaders at the firm to really understand what does it take to be a managing director and how do we get there. And we pitched the idea to our COO at the time who loved it, said, yes, go run with it. And it was one of those situations where we really just took charge of the situation ourselves and created our own destiny together. And we found that there was a lot of strength in doing it together. And, you know, when we, when we all got the promotion, um, it was all that much sweeter because we knew that we had done it together and we'd helped each other. So I think, you know, not only the promotion, but how we ended up getting it together, it makes me really proud. And it makes me kind of, you know, think about how I manage my team now. Um, you know, I really try to create an environment for my team that I didn't have when I was a VP or a director. I try to really give people the tools and the safe space to try and fail and, and find their feet and find their voice and, um, you know, really kind of grow into themselves. And I'm there every step of the way to help them. But, um, you know, I'm trying to create an environment for young people to grow up and be successful. How many of you was it that banded together? There were five of us um, in the initial cohort. And then um, the program did grow. We were the first group, obviously, to do it. And then the firm liked it. And so they kept the program in place. And then other women followed behind us. Excellent work. And what is the most challenging moment so far? Living through tough market times is always 
really challenging. And, you know, oftentimes I saw a lot of people in those tough market times kind of retreat and focus internally and wake up every day feeling like the sky is falling. And I think the way I've gotten through those tough times is just waking up every day and saying, you know, who am I going to talk to today? What clients am I going to call and talk to and listen to their problems and try to come up with ideas for them? And I found, you know, through those tough, challenging times, the best way to get through them is just to talk to people and build relationships. Because if you're there to help them or even be just a sounding board when they're going through a tough time as well, you know, you build trust and that trust lasts for years and years to come. And so, um, you know, what I tell my team members is you've got to just get up every day. You've got to talk to as many people, as many clients as you can. You've got to build relationships and every conversation you should come out of with a, okay, how am I going to follow up on this? And it might be something as simple as saying, wow, I you know read an article that I think you might find interesting and I'm going to send it to, hey, I've got an idea of a company that you should merge with. Um, and so you know, I think the best way to get through challenging times is to continue to have conversations and build relationships. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for joining me. So that's it for today's episode. Uh, remember, though, if you want something discussed on a future episode or a particular guest you want to see in the hot seat, simply email insightia.press at diligent.com. Plus, make sure to get your copy of ESG Activism in 2022, which is Insightia's latest free report. There is a link in the show description or just simply visit our website. I'm Kieran Paul. I look forward to hearing about your suggestions for the show and I'll see you next time.